Day 21. Love. Turn on the radio to any music station, and you'll undoubtedly hear the word love over and over again. Love is described as the key to everlasting happiness, the emotion that binds people to one another. People spend a lifetime seeking it, sometimes with success and sometimes not. Some cross oceans to acquire it, write sonnets to glorify it, and even kill in its name. Such an important word. But if you ask a hundred people to define it, you may get a hundred different definitions. In Judaism, we say you must define your terms. Happiness, wisdom, and love are vitally important to us all. We want them, and yet we often fail to objectively discover their true meaning. It's much easier to find something once we really know what we're looking for. If love is the basis for a happy marriage, what is the basis for love? Is it a state that we fall into? If so, we could just as easily fall out. Could love be so fleeting? The Torah tells us that love is the emotion one feels when appreciating the virtues of another. When looking for a marriage partner or when trying to build your marriage, ask yourself, what do I appreciate about this person? The more you choose to focus on the good qualities of your partner, the more love you will feel. Our tradition teaches us that love is based on understanding. The more one knows about a person, the deeper the love. This knowledge creates a bond that grows with the marriage, not a fleeting feeling that may disappear at the first sign of conflict or unrest. We have all heard the saying, love is blind. But this is not the Jewish view. Love is not blind. Infatuation is blind. Love has both eyes open. We see the good, and we see the bad, and we make a conscious choice to focus on the good. The search for the perfect person is futile. You don't need a perfect person. You need a person perfect for you. And that means that he or she may have qualities that bother you. The Jewish view is that through marriage, we will realize our potential. Doing so is not always easy. The qualities we dislike about our spouses may be the keys to helping us grow. Working on patience and forgiveness can develop the building blocks of our self-actualization. A rabbi told me the story of a man who kept a diary in which he tried to record one new virtue of his wife every day. This served many purposes. It gave him a reason to consciously look for the goodness in her, and at the same time it served as a reminder during times of marital stress of just how much he loved her. We have defined love, but what about marriage? In Judaism, we say that an important part of marriage is the pursuit of mutual, meaningful life goals. Marriage is oneness. It's not just two people who happen to live in the same house and have children together. But what kind of goals are we talking about? Goals that answer the questions, what am I living for? What values do I want to give to my children? 
What kind of environment do I want to create in my home? What do I want to contribute to my community? What difference can I make to the Jewish people? We may pursue and fulfill the goals in different ways, but we must be headed in the same direction together. The more time and effort that we put into achieving these mutual goals, the more soundly we will build our marriages. In our lives, we must see that love is not the unexplainable feeling described in song. It is the direct result of our choice to focus on the best in another person. This, along with the constant pursuit of mutual meaningful life goals, can build a strong foundation that allows both partners to grow and achieve together. You love the person who passed away. What did you love about them? What did they teach you about love? Can you remember a story that illustrates one of your loved one's special virtues? Let's think about it now.